Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the benefits of walking. What a fun topic. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're so glad that you could join us today. We've got a really fun topic to talk about, something that's really popular with a lot of our followers and uh, people who listen to the podcast. We're going to be talking about the benefits of walking today. But before we jump into that, we just want to remind you to swing by our websites, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com, where we have all of our curated content including all of our workout videos that you can search and filter on. Uh, These podcasts, we also have our motivational audio series, Motivation with Meredith, bite-sized audio podcasts, mini podcasts, we should say, um, if you're looking for that extra motivation to get you moving. And uh, we also have an opportunity to sign up for our newsletter there, where we basically send you all of our latest and greatest content to your inbox every week. And last but not least, our custom seven-day workout plans put together by Meredith specifically for you, tailored to your needs. Those have been going over really well, and uh, we really appreciate the feedback on that. So uh, with all that being said, we're going to talk about our fun topic today. And I mm-hmm. call it fun because I think walking is pretty popular with a lot of the folks that that, uh, yeah. that watch your workouts and I things like so. that. Seems to be. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, what? Why, do, why, why are we bringing up walking today? Um, I think it's funny. We really haven't touched upon it, but we get so many people who will write to us and tell us how much they enjoy walking or that's the exercise that they choose to do aside from uh, maybe some of the workouts that we have, their strength training, etc. And they ask different questions about how much they should walk or is that okay? And then also we've done a couple of um, live streams and then recorded workouts for walking and those have gone over really, really well. People really seem to like them because... I mean, walking is just one of those things. If you like to get some exercise in, some cardiovascular, a walk is wonderful to do. But we can't always go outside to do it, whether um, it's the weather (laughs) or the things that are going on in the world and we're told we have to stay inside. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever the case may be, it's great that we have these options also so people can feel like they're getting there walk in but able to do it inside as well so yeah Mm -hmm. we just have a lot of people who have chimed in on the topic of walking so perfect that we talk about it yeah (laughs) yeah and it's a really popular activity to do um you know if you are able to walk then you are able to get this exercise Uh, and, and whether you do it outside you do it on you know your sidewalk in your neighborhood or you do it on a treadmill you know that's that's kind of the the benefits of it um but um, so, Meredith, when, when you have worked with your seniors in the past and your classes and, and people of all ages, has walking ever been a thing where it has been popular with them, has oh, come yes. up, you know, <laughs> hey, can we do some walking today? Yes. You know, what what's some stories from, from that? Um, it's usually a very popular um, activity to do. Mm-hmm. And people who I've worked with at communities, they um, will actually have walking tracks in the community. So that goes to show that it's obviously a very popular thing because that's something that people are looking for when they're moving into 
um, a senior living community. They like that walking track, a little bit softer on their feet. They don't have to worry about going outside. They don't have to worry about obstacles. It's nice and even and all of that. So mm-hmm. even with a cane, even with a walker, um, you're able to do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've gotten a lot of, uh, people who take classes that, um, or I've worked with that love to walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a great activity to do. And it, um, if you're still able to walk, it's so important to continue to walk. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you don't lose that. It's easy to, um, it's easy to lose that function of lifting your feet and using certain muscles in your body and your legs and your core, etc. So, yeah. And, and I know in a lot of our, our videos, our exercises that you uh, lead, um, you're not just walking. You're, right. <laughs> you're doing other things, you know, you're moving, using your arms, your using your yes. core. Yeah. So it's, when we say walking, I mean, there is the traditional walk, go take a right. walk. <laughs> uh, but then there's other kind of exercise, exercise. walks. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. The ones that we have, when I say walking, we don't just stand there together for 20 to 30 minutes and just walk and talk, which is fine too, right? But um, it's fun to add different moves to it, but you're still going at the same pace as you would for a walk. So you're still getting in the same amount of steps, the same distance, so to speak. So um, taking a walk, but getting the entire body involved in it makes it a little bit more fun and time goes by really fast. So Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. always good too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about some of these benefits that you get when you walk regularly or you incorporate walking into your normal exercise routines. What, what are we gaining from this? Number one, I would say is it's a great cardiovascular activity to do and it improves your cardiovascular health. So that's, you know, when we look at walking as an exercise form, you know, using it for that reason that's um, first and foremost, you're getting that cardiovascular in that you need. Um, it improves your circulation. It helps lower your blood pressure. Um, there's so many wonderful benefits to it just in that um, cardiovascular way. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, one of the, the big reasons when it comes to the health benefits and the, um, the, the exercise part of it. Because there's mm-hmm. so many other reasons that we'll get into, but that's the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people obviously go for walks, everybody has different things that they deal with physically, different challenges. Right. Um, you know, some people have knee problems. Some people have hip issues. Uh, does walking help or hurt these kinds of things? Mm -hmm. It helps. So walking, although it is a very low impact, um, form of exercise to do, it's still a full body workout that you're doing. So your core has to tighten to keep you balanced and stable. Your arms have to move along with your legs. So if you've ever tried to walk and it's just your legs and you're keeping your arms stiff by your side, you notice you don't walk really correctly. It's weird. Try it sometime if you haven't. I have because I wanted to feel the difference when I read something before and it doesn't work very well. So you have to get your upper body involved too. So you're working your core, you're working your upper body, and of course your lower body. And that's helping to strengthen your bones because you're putting that impact on it. Your muscles, of course, have to engage to keep you nice and strong. Your joints are getting lubricated more because they're working. So you're going to get that benefit if you are having ailments in your knees, your hips, arthritis, etc. This movement is going to help. Now... 
I can say all of that, but <laughs> if you are having major, major pain, if there's a torn meniscus or you um, have hip bursitis and there's something that's becoming inflamed because you are using it too much, walking too much, etc., that's different. That's where you have to give your body time to rest, recoup, but then get back into it. But knowing that even if you're having um, issues with whatever part of the body that it is, you need to keep moving those parts of the body, but you have to limit it more. And I can speak uh, from, unfortunately, experience with hip bursitis. Is you, it, it's awful <laughs> pain, and you have to slow down, but you don't have to stop. Um, but the more that you will walk and use that part of the body you will feel it. Mm-hmm. So I know there's, it's, it's a give and take. So people say, my knee really, really hurts after I go for a walk. But think about the terrain that you're on. Are you doing hills? I remember I was big into hill running and I kept going, why is my hip, you know, just keeps getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And of course it was that, you know, I mean, there's overuse that we can do at any level and any age. So we need to remember our limitations. We need to scale back sometimes and be okay with that. Um, shorter distances, shorter time spans, level ground, mm. um, nothing that's all rocky that your ankles and your feet and your shins and your knees are going to have to help stabilize you to go over some nice steady even ground mm-hmm. um, or even just walking around in your house on carpeting if you have that Um or if you live in a community going up and down the halls, trying to keep that as low impact as possible on your knees, hips, body, etc. So just being mindful, knowing that you shouldn't stop, but sometimes we do have to scale back. But overall, back to your question, it's wonderful, I think, to continue to do, even mm-hmm. with different ailments. But we have to know what the ailments are, I guess, before we say, keep going. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there is a common worry by some people out there that, you know, walk even running, right? Uh, walking too much or running too much is bad for you, right? You know, <laughs> yes. Which depend, like you brought up all those reasons. It right. depends. It on depends what on you're doing. what you've got. Yeah. yeah, and and listening to your body and knowing. Yeah. Um. Again, don't stop. Figure out another alternative that you can do. A lot of times, especially you know, we're talking about walking, but you may need to go to a recumbent bike for a while before you can get back into walking. That's been a big thing when I've worked with seniors, mm-hmm. um, because of whatever ailment they're trying to get over—hip surgery, um, hip replacement, knee replacement. We need to start slow. We need to start on a recumbent bike, and then let's move to our walking and learn how to rewalk, etc. So mm-hmm. knowing. Again, slow and steady, right? Like I always say. But you'll get back to that walking and then add more to it as you start feeling comfortable and the body's used to it and, and get stronger. Is, uh, is there a difference between, say, walking you know, on the sidewalk, going for a walk around your neighborhood, and a treadmill, uh, walking on a treadmill? What, what are the differences? Or is there, is there a difference at all? There is. Um, walking on a treadmill, I will start by saying it's usually softer which is good. When you're walking outside on cement, um, concrete, whatever it is, that's harder. It's a harder impact surface. So your feet, your knees, your hips will feel that more so than a treadmill. But treadmills are deceiving because they do move your foot along for you. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to think of it that way. This thing is, it's a belt that's moving. Um, 
So it's kind of assisting you. And if you just get on it and go, most treadmills at a 0% incline, it's basically like you're going slightly downhill. They don't usually tell you that. So you mm. need to go to at least a 1% incline to make it like you're going on an actual level ground when you're walking. Um, so a treadmill could make it feel as if it's a slightly easier to walk, but that's not a bad thing because if it, it allows you to have... Um, less impact and go maybe longer, then that's perfectly fine. You're getting, you know, that body used to that movement and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and treadmills also just be very safe with them. There are so many different ones. The lower to the ground they are, if you're looking to purchase one, the better. Um, I've seen some that has such a major step up. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. On to it, which is difficult for most people to do especially as we get older but it's that step down after you've walked for a long length of time you forget about stepping down is not always an easy task to do so if you have something that's over two and a half inches it's uh it's a big step mm -hmm. um so trying to get one close to the ground for treadmill if you're going that route but there's pros and cons to both right you know but a treadmill is wonderful because if it's you know, negative 10 degrees outside, no one's going to go outside and walk in that, or it's 120, like here in Arizona, you don't want to go walk in that. So mm -hmm. having that treadmill is going to keep you walking. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that, that brings to mind something that I would see uh, when I saw people using a treadmill sometimes in that they, there was a couple mm -hmm. people that would use the treadmill and then they would put their arms up on, on. the front yes. and just kind of hold on. <laughs> You know, and I'm wondering, yes. number one, why are you doing that? And number two, <laughs> is it, do you lose the maximum benefits of walking yes. if you don't use your arms? Yes. You're not, you know, like your arms are just You're allowing your body place. to rest basically on it because I've done that before when I'm running <laughs> and I mm -hmm. get tired. So I hold on to the treadmill and my feet are just basically... Like a hamster on a wheel, you know, I'm not doing anything at that point. My muscles aren't working. It's like my upper body's holding me up more mm -hmm. so. Yeah. My upper body's working, <laughs> but my legs are just going along for a ride almost. So yeah, you kind of lose the, the walking benefit of it when you hold on too much. So it's kind of like when we do um, any of our balance work, when I say don't, don't put all of your weight onto that chair, or whatever it is you're choosing to hold on to, because then you're losing your core you're losing your posture but having light pressure while you're holding on especially on a treadmill and if you're unsteady uneasy and uncomfortable 
always keeping hands on that, but not that death grip that we want to put on it. You know, where we lift our fingers up and go, why is my, why are my hands and my forearms hurting so much? Mm-hmm. Because you are gripping onto that bar. Light pressure, always put that safety pin on you that it has. So if you do start to go back too much, that thing will turn off immediately. So don't ever get on a treadmill without putting that safety mm-hmm. latch on you. Um, so it will turn off if you lose your footing, you lose your steps. Yeah. And always learn how to use a treadmill, uh, since we're on the topic of treadmills. Um, always learn how to use them prior to getting on it. Stay off to the side and push the buttons first before you get on it. See what a 2.0 um, speed actually is on the belt. Because that doesn't sound like much, but if you get on there and your feet are on there and your mind's not ready for that, it may be really fast for you. So stay off, push buttons, play around, then get on it and be more comfortable and safe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Treadmills are scary. <laughs> I've seen and heard many um, horror stories with them that they're wonderful tools, but you just need to make sure you're you're being safe with them too yeah yeah they can you can kind of easily lose it lose if you're not used to getting on and getting on or off or starting and stopping the treadmill exactly um so you know with with walking and the benefits of the walking uh is it good to have should i run out and buy walking shoes (laughs) you know what what how important is the shoe when it comes to reaping the benefits of walking it's gonna help because if you want to walk and you want to walk continuously um, day after day and for longer periods of time and longer lengths um, the better walking shoe you have the more support you have on your foot the less likely you are to get injury right so we want to start there we want to protect our feet and going into that we want to protect ourselves from getting any ankle injuries um, shin splints just going to ride all the way up to our knee knee injuries, which will then go up to our hip, which will then go to our lower back. It's just our body, remember, is one connective thing. So, um, yeah, starting with your shoes, I think, is a very important thing to do. Um, I see a lot of people sometimes, they'll put their um, little sandals on and they'll go out on their walk. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh. No. <laughs> and then they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, my hip's starting to hurt. I wonder why. And I'll say, well, what are we wearing for shoes? So um, I just put those on because then I'm going to just go to the store right after. So I just go a few times around the track and then I go. Um, not the best because when, you know, a lot of times when you're walking, you're looking at it as I'm going on a walk. So maybe you're picking your pace up a little more. You're walking at a different stride, etc. than when you just go to the grocery store or to a shopping place. So, yeah, I think investing in good shoes to support your foot and to prevent injury from the rest of your body is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I think... Uh, it, it- we all kind of wonder what's the best way to come up with, you know, do I need to buy new shoes or something like that? Right. And we had, we've done a podcast. So looking that up uh, in the past about taking care of your feet and proper footwear, et cetera. So yeah, yeah. look at that one after this and then we'll give you little tidbits and tips there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how often should we incorporate walks into our weekly exercises how often should we be walking to gain the benefits um it's one of those exercises or activities that you can do daily it just depends on how you're doing it so 
Going on a walk every day is a wonderful thing to do. If you're just going on that leisurely um, walk to get more health benefits from it, of course, picking up your pace, looking at it as more of an exercise routine as we're working on our cardiovascular. So we're working on getting our heart rate up, right? Um, We're working on swinging those arms a little bit more if you're able to use your arms. Remember, even if you have a walker or cane, perfectly fine. You're still going to get benefits from it. So don't think that you have to be able to swing your arms to get benefit. You can still hold on to that walker and just go at a slightly quicker pace um, that is comfortable to you and you'll still get wonderful health benefits because once that heart rate starts to go up, you let it come down a little bit, bring it back up, that's where you're going to start getting those cardiovascular benefits. So if you're doing that, um, trying to do that like an every other day. So that's your cardio workout, right? Mm -hmm. But a walk, a leisurely getting outside that's going to help your stress, anxiety, help you sleep better, etc. Help you in so many different ways. If you're depressed at all, it really helps with depression. Um, Just going for those types of nice walks um, daily if you have the ability to do it. Even if it's only for five minutes, ten minutes, or little bouts, you know, if you could do a five minute here and then a five minute in the afternoon after you've had lunch or you've been sitting at your computer for a long time and then another one after dinner. So, so beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and easy to do. Everybody, you know, right. Can, if you can walk, walk still, yeah, you, um, you should do it. Um, so really quickly, you know, we say walking, uh, exercising, but a lot of the exercises that you have on your videos, um, they're more of a walking in place right. kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So when you're doing an exercise where you're walking in place, what do you have to remember to to mimic an actual walk you know, right. and stay safe, obviously? It's trying to still focus on the fact that you're lifting the knees straight up like you would be walking. Um, of course, you can't get the same like heel to ball of the foot motion but still think about lifting your toes up so you're getting that range of motion and strengthening in your feet and in your ankles. You're not shuffling your feet on the ground. Um, so really just keeping that focus on lifting the feet up. And that's the benefits of walking. You know, when we have injury or we don't walk as much, we're more um, sedentary, it, um, it does have a huge effect. I, I have seen, unfortunately, on many seniors where that that foot drop happens and you it's it's hard to get that back if um you almost forget how to walk you forget what your normal gait is so trying to just kind of remember and mimic how you normally walk um when you're doing even standing in place is what you have to keep thinking about don't change that because you're standing in place Mm -hmm. (laughs) um some final thoughts on these benefits uh, for walking, um, you know, what what should people really know about the that we may not already know right. about walking and how good it is for you? The the benefits, I mean, are outstanding, and it's such an easy task to do. Um, even if you're wheelchair bound, and being able to just stay in your chair but lift the knees up and move your arms slightly, even if your foot's only coming a fraction of an inch off the ground. Um, It's going to help with every part of your body, from upper body, core, to lower body. Mm -hmm. If you're still able to walk, by all means, we should all be doing it. Um, It doesn't have to be at a fast pace, and it's going to benefit you mentally, 
um, emotionally and obviously physically. So why not do it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully you folks out there, uh, if you aren't a, a regular walker, uh, someone who like, who walks, uh, hopefully this podcast has kind of opened a few reasons as to why maybe you can consider it mm-hmm. um, if you're able to. And uh, hopefully this this kind of inspires you to take that jump into incorporating walking into your regular exercise routines. Even if you do nothing else, right. walking is a great way exactly. to get in exercise uh, no matter where you are and what you're doing. So That's right. Uh, just wanted to say thank you for joining us on this podcast. And don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitness.com, and sign up for that newsletter. Get our latest content delivered to your inbox weekly, and uh, we hopefully... We'll see you on the next episode. That's right. Thank you. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.